Inspiration now in session. Inspire guys, people. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your genes. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Sometimes your ability to unlearn is even more important than your ability to learn. Now, I know education and literacy is a huge part of success. It's the reason that people read books and study and take notes and get degrees. Like, learning is super important, but the more I learn, the more I realize that unlearning is actually the first step to learning. Like, look at it like this. I remember this time I was younger, right? And uh, it was this dude that lived across the street. Um, and I'm not going to say his name. And um, we went over his crib. And he was kind of a he was kind of a um a chunky kid, you know, nothing wrong with being chunky. And um it was hot outside, probably like 90, 95 degrees outside. It was super hot. And my man had been outside sweating and all that. And you know, you you know, he had a little a little stench to him, like a little a smell. You know what I'm saying? It was something reeking from him that we were receiving through our nostrils. And we went in his crib and my man just went and like grabbed the bar of deodorant and just rubbed it on. And I'm like, oh, you know, we kids, we still young. Like we, I don't even think we were teenagers yet. So you talking 10, 11 years old. And I'm like, oh, I never seen nobody just roll the deodorant on top of the must. Okay. And it was in that moment that I realized like, First, before you just rub something good on top of what you already got going on in your life, first, you're going to need to hit, hit the shower, my brother. You're going to have to unlearn the, the smell that you already have. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to paint this picture for y'all. You're going to have to undo like what's happening, like what, what, what the 95 degrees then created before you just slap. The, the deodorant on top of that. And, and so what happens is you could take something new, something good, some information, something that's powerful. And if you take that and just try to try to rub it on what's already in your life, like the, the, the messed up situations. Um, and a lot of this is really off how you think. Right. This is the, the power of your mind and how you think, man, you find out how a person thinks. And you can really know a lot about a person just off of how they process information. And so you, the way you currently process information may not be the best way. And so if you take new information and put it on top of messed up information and kind of crumble it all together, then when you take it out, 
it's it's something worse. <laughs> and we seeing that a lot this day and age where especially living in like the age, the internet age of knowledge and information, people reading books. They reading Wikipedia. They're, they're getting new information. They're learning about new religions. Okay, cool. But the problem is they're not unlearning anything. So before you go read that book uh, that with this information, that really, let's just be real. A lot of people can't handle the, the information that they're getting. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's too much. And, and when you don't know ha what to do with something and you can't handle it, you just create something new. And that's why we see a lot of these weird religions out here now. Um, people just literally waking up and making up their own version of Christianity. It's just like, you know what? I think it should be this. I think this scripture meant this. And the reason that's happening, I believe, one of the reasons, not the only reason, but I think it's because we got to unlearn and then relearn. So first you got to unlearn your old ways, right? And that, from a spiritual standpoint, look at it like true repentance. When we truly repent and give our lives to Christ and ask for forgiveness of sins, we don't just ask God to forgive us and then try to pour and roll righteousness on top of a current sinful lifestyle. No, we like, wash me clean, white as snow, renew me a right spirit. Like, we, let, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Like, we're redeemed, we're set free. And what happens in that is that is where you begin to unlearn and become a new creature, right? So God doesn't just take us and try to pour righteousness on top of a messed up situation. When we repent, we literally turn away from we walk away from our old ways and we become something new. And then through that process, right, we are saved. And then we begin to learn the word of God. We begin to meditate on his word. And then God puts all of this new information in this new um, lifestyle. He, he uses that to create a new path for us. And so we're not the same. Old thing. Oh, there we go. Old things have passed away. And what I'm saying is, if you're not unlearning first, the old things ain't passed away. So it's like all things haven't become new. For some of us, some things have become new. And we're just putting that new stuff on top of the old. So do that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Or did I, did I make it not make sense? You know what I'm saying? Do you have to unlearn me? Hopefully not. All right, so I want to challenge y'all today. And we're going to look at a scripture and maybe you had, you know, a certain way that you knew this scripture or a certain way that you understood it. And today I'm going to ask you, you know, we're going to try this out. Let's first unlearn what was and let's try to look at what God is actually saying. And this is an important part of reading the Bible to me. We're going we're gonna to jump into um, Proverbs. It's an important part of reading the Bible to actually Read it for what it's actually saying. I think what a lot of us have learned to do is we've learned how to insert our own experiences and our own feelings and our own thoughts into the word, um, which there is, you know, you can use the word um, anecdotally and metaphorically sometimes. And I, I do some of that. But I believe even within that, you have to do it within the context of actually what's actually being said. and so. 
this is kind of like a popular scripture that I figured we'll walk down this path on. And um, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, I can articulate this the right way. So let's look at Proverbs chapter 18, verse 16. Here's what it says. A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. Okay, that's pretty simple. Most of us, you know, a lot of Christians quote that scripture like, my gift makes room for me. Or, you know, I've seen people get prophesied to many a times like, your, your gift is going to make room for you and you're going to sing before the kings and you're going to do this. You're going to dance before princes and like, it's going to put you before great men. And I'm like, okay, on the surface, that sounds cool. And that may even be true. But I'm going to like maybe take a different take on this scripture, because I think the first thing I looked at is like, okay, why is gift always related to my talent or my skill? And I know that, you know, from a dictionary standpoint, you know, talent and gift may be synonymous, but within certain contexts, that's not always true. So what am I saying? What you talking about, Jay? Do, do, my, do my gift make room for me, my talent? Or what, what happens, brother? And so let's look at the actual word. I really was curious, like, the word gift that's used in that particular passage of scripture, what does that word actually mean? Because I was trying to figure out, is this talking about my gifts, meaning the things that God gave me? So when you, when you sing, and the reason we call that a gift it's because we're saying that you're gifted, like God gave you that gift. It's a gift you receive. It's like somebody bought you some shoes for your birthday. That's your gift, right? So it's like, okay, cool. Does me using what God gave me, is that what this scripture is talking about? Is this the thing that's going to put me before great men? Because that makes sense. It makes sense if you can dance and I tell you, yo, this gift that God gave you, this talent, it's going to put you before great people. And you like, yeah, like that's right. And we take that and we run with it. And that creates a certain kind of mindset amongst the church. This is why people go out and try out for American Idol or they want to be stars because they've been told their whole life. This talent is going to make room for you. Now, you see, like just philosophically or fundamentally that if I'm of the belief that my skill or my talent is the thing in Proverbs that I'm constantly being told is going to put me before great men, then now I'm conditioned to think that this thing is supposed to put me on a stage. I'm, you know, supposed to be famous and all of this. And what ends up happening with that is it's a, it's a situation where in your mind it's all about you. It's about your talent, your skill. Like you, you get how that's a me focused thing that serves you. You get what I'm saying? And I know like, look, again, I know y'all like we're just not used to hearing that what I'm talking about this way, but I'm not done yet. Like if you listen and, and roll with me and I'm open to, you know, other ideas or thoughts about this or whatever, I'm not saying like, oh my God, listen to me. I know it all, buddy. You're gonna listen to me, and I promise you, if you don't, 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 don't look, don't, I'm all for don't, the don't, uh, the dialogue 
This is just what I'm getting as I've studied this through the years. And the more I uh, cross-reference other scriptures, it's like, I'm like, mm, it just, I think it's dangerous. And again, I'm open to dialogue. I'm not trying to condemn anyone who thinks differently about this, but I do think this is a big deal. And so if we go back to the scripture, a man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. And so a big thing for me is like, okay, in this particular scripture, what does it mean when he says a man's gift, right? And this is like in the Hebrew, the Hebrew word that was used was maton. Maton. Maton is, it's a noun, and it literally means like a gift or a reward, like something that someone gives. And this is what changed my mind, a present, an offering. So wait a minute. A man's gift makes room for him and puts him before great men. Now I got to also understand the context of what I'm reading and the style of writing I'm reading, right? When you look through Proverbs and you read it in context, it's like these one-liner um, like it's it's almost like the first rap album or something. Like he just dropping bars and it's wisdom. And so you gotta think about the way that this is stylistically written and the way that it's communicated. It's more likely that he would drop a gem on you and be like, yo, the thing that you give is gonna put you before great men. Not the thing that you received. You get how that's a different type of gift? The gift that you give, a man's gift will make room for him. Now let's think about this in the context of, again, the writing of wisdom. I walk into a room. I come into a room with gifts. I become known as a giver. Like, people know, like, oh, like, yeah, if you cool with Jay, like, he going to buy you this or he going to think about you. What ends up happening? Like people like givers because it's like, yo, he doesn't come in the room to take from me. He comes in the room to give me something. He comes with gifts. How many people don't welcome the family member that comes over on Christmas with a bag of gifts? They can go in any room. They can go in grandma's room with the couch with the plastic still on it. They can go in the kitchen while your auntie cooking. The person that has the gift is able to go places where the people who are just trying to receive, oh, you like, oh, man, look, look, Johnny coming over again. Like, he always wants something. You, you see how fundamentally, like, this is how this is shaping my mind. It makes more sense for me to believe that the things I give will put me before great men than the things I receive. My talent to rap and things like that, I get it. Again, I see how someone can make the argument and say, like, yeah, think about it. You rap, so, you know, you're going to get booked and you're going to be around these, you know, maybe wealthy people or rich people. I get it, but that's not a maton. A maton, the gift that you give, the offering or the present, it's literal. Like, <laughs> and this is kind of what I mean about the importance of actually reading the word for what it says. The gift that makes room for you is literally a gift. Like, it's that simple. Maton. Like, yo, 
Happy birthday. Here you go. Oh, it's the law of reciprocity. It's the idea that when you give to people, it sets a different tone. And so, look, y'all, I believe a lot of pastors preach about giving the wrong way because we make it about, yo, if you give this amount of money or this percentage, God is going to do this. Like, no, like, look, okay, cool. What if people as believers, we were just genuine givers? Like, it wasn't even about a percentage or like, oh, yeah, I gave that 9.9%. I gave him what I was supposed to give. I'm done. It's not just a task. It's a lifestyle. When you have a lifestyle of being a giver, become have a reputation of someone who actually genuinely cares about other people, it will literally expand your territory. You will get access to places other people can't go because they'll be like, yo, he comes with great tidings. Like, he comes with good news. He's a giver. She's a giver. She actually had, like, that's Santa Claus with a whole bag. Santa can get in, come in your crib, and you don't call it breaking and entering. Like, because he left gifts. Here's the reality of it. The whole idea, idea of the fairy tale of Santa Claus, it really Santa been breaking in y'all crib the whole time. You take away those gifts, and my man going to jail, okay? Uh, listen, some dude in a red suit, and a hat just jumped through my chimney, bruh. Come lock him up. The only way that Santa gets off is because my man leaving gifts. Oh, he got gifts? Cool. You gave me a gift, I'm going to give you cookies and milk, bruh. Here's your cookies and milk, Santa. Thank you for the PlayStation and the Xbox and the bike and all this other stuff. We know Santa ain't real, but it's just an example. So, I think it makes way more sense for me to believe that the things I give will put me amongst great men and women and, and open and expand my territory versus the things I receive. Not, not just based on common sense, right, and anecdotal things that I've experienced, but also based on literally what the words being used in the scripture are actually referring to. Now, I get it. I understand that we could relate scripture to different things. We could take the concepts and the ideologies and kind of piece them in as puzzles to make other points. But first, I think it's actually important for us to understand what's being said, because look, now let's think about philosophically how I think. If I'm a person that is walking around thinking that giving gifts is literally going to bless me, what I give right? Then I become a person that look for opportunities to add value to people. Now let's look at the business side of this. I've listened to many millionaires, entrepreneurs, CEOs, wealthy people who value people that they meet along the way that actually bring value to them. That not actually, because you got to put yourself in a position of a great person because we're talking about being amongst great men, right? Put yourself in the mind of a great man, a great woman. These are people who are used to people who want something from them. What they're not used to, great people are not used to people who want to give them something. And so this is something that I try my best to live my life by. I do. I try to bring value to the people around me. I'm not saying I'm perfect in that. I'm not saying that people don't bring value to me because many people do. But when I see a great person, this is what crosses my mind. I'm a giver. 
I need to look for an opportunity to give unto greatness because I know that most people are only looking for opportunities to suck greatness out of you, to take it away from you, to deplete you. So when I meet a millionaire, I never ask for money. <laughs> I look for how can I bring value to this person? Like when, when I, again, we're just, and I'm, again, if you challenge how I'm thinking, I'm open to it. I'm not trying to act like I'm just the most right person in the world. But this is an important conversation to me. And I'm being real with y'all. I've scripted this show out in a way, you know, over the last, you know, 40 weeks or so that I wanted you guys to get to know me before we started having difficult conversations. Because I want you to know what I was about, who I was. And if you listen to these episodes, then you know what my motive is. Um, and I don't believe in just meeting people and start having tough conversations. But I'm preparing y'all right now. We're going to dig into some things like moving forward in this show that I've purposely stayed away from because I wanted to introduce myself and I wanted to get to know y'all. Like we talking on Facebook and Instagram and those things. But please don't believe that I'm just like unaware. Like, oh, he has no idea what's going on in the world. There's all these crazy topics and Jermaine just wants to talk about success. Nope, that's not it at all. But I understand the importance of both sides. And look, this is a huge part of your success, y'all. We talking about business. You think you're going to meet millionaire, wealthy, entrepreneur mentors, and you're just going to be a person that comes in the room talking about, I can sing, yeah. So this is going to put me before you. For you, for you Guess for what? You, Millions you, of people can you, sing. You, <laughs> you watch the TV shows. You see the auditions. Everyone can sing. Crazy thing is everyone can give, but not everyone looks for opportunities to give. I believe as believers, as Christians, that even in business, in our churches, amongst our families and homes, we should look for opportunities to add value to people. Sometimes that may mean you are going to literally use your talent. Maybe you're a speaker. Maybe you charge $1,000 to speak somewhere. Your gift may make room for you because you may look for and find an opportunity to speak for free. Like, that's the other thing about it. Like, we say our gift make room for us and we don't give it. <laughs> like, you only charge for it, bro. Everything you do, you charge. That's not a gift. If I charge you to do something for you, and I'm not saying that's wrong, please believe me. But what I am saying is that we need balance. I don't believe that any believer should only always be charging for every single thing. That doesn't mean I want y'all to hit me up right now and ask me to do a whole bunch of random free stuff. Because one thing that I've learned about being an intentional giver is that you're looking for opportunities to give, not necessarily just waiting for everybody who wants to manipulate you and take, 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 and then you got to say yes. That's not what I'm saying. Hey, that's not what I'm saying. Hey, hey, I hear you, hear you, Jay. Ten-minute interviews to inspire you. Maybe 12 minutes, give or take a few. We just trying to make a great of you. Now tell me how we met. Where you from? Tell me what you like Or maybe it was love All 
All right, I'm sitting here with my homeboy, Doug Rogers, a.k.a. Reed B Versus. What up, though? Welcome to the show. What up, bro? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Chilling, man. Um, We're going to get right into this thing because we don't like wasting time with small not talk all, and all that. All. You know what I'm saying? So I got a question for you right off rip. Right. How did we meet? Shoot. I had heard about you from my man Gabe. Then we went to a breakfast a few years ago. Yeah, you had yeah. your bad kids with had you. Had my had my babies with me. You hated them, kids but it was bad. all good. Um, <laughs> kids bad. Nah, nah. We we had breakfast, bro, and we talked about. We wasn't even on the real ones stuff yet. We was nah. just meeting up. Yeah, so that that was it. So we met at breakfast, Hudson Cafe, downtown yeah, Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Pancakes was pretty good. Cats had chicken and waffles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was dope. We it was, was dope. just kicking it. So yep. it wasn't even on no, like we ain't had no motive. We didn't have no motive then. It. We was just trying to meet up, feel each other out. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. All right. So tell me if it was three things about you that could sum you up. Like if a stranger, you know what I'm saying, came into the room, which, you know, I'm not going to say none of these people know you on this show. You, right. you, you, you do some dope things. So right. people might have heard of you. But for those who have never heard of you, what are three things, three words or phrases or just things in general that you would say like, yo, these are the three things that I'm about and why? Well, I would want you to know, first, I'm a Christian. All right. Second, that I'm a family man. I love my, my wife and kids. And thirdly, I guess it would have to be that I'm a creative. I make music and, and clothes. So, Christian, family man, creative. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's pretty dope, man. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Um, so why did you become a Christian though? Like, like, cause I, I guess for me it's like, I listen to people like we, you know, we talk about being Christian rappers and you, you know, you are Christian family man, creative. Right, right. Why? Like why Christianity? Like how did, how did that happen for you? Uh, was going through a bout of depression. I ain't gonna make this real long, but going through a bout of depression. Um, then I, my wife was going to, um, church at the time. She had just get, recently got back in. Um, I my just, man say it like it's jail. Like she just, <laughs> she just went back, recidivism. Went, 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 went back in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she, Locked up. You know what I mean? she had touched down, went back in. You know what I mean? No, Ugh. no, 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 no. She, she had just started her way, her journey back. You know what I mean? And I was still, a, you know, in the street and. But I was depressed because I felt like. Look, my man, st street life. Turn turn your uh, phone down, yeah, bro. Uh, hold on. I had um just recently, you know, just going through a bout of depression. You know what I'm saying, and and uh feeling like I was, man, really, really having suicidal thoughts, and and uh. Oh wow. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. Like uh, real crazy. And um, I, I didn't know this was God then, but I know it's God now. You know, get up, go to go to church with your wife. It was. Uh, it was Easter Sunday, actually. It was March 27th, 2007. Wow. Yeah, so... No, no, it was 2005. So I went to... Oh, man, I uh, don't even know how long you've been saved. I don't even know how long I've been <laughs> saved, bro. 2005. <laughs> so I went to, went to church with, with her. I don't know what that man preached about. I can't tell you what he talked about, dog. All I know, dog... All I know is I wanted to go down there. My man made his mind up already. <laughs> listen, listen, dog. All I want to know, all I want to know is I didn't want to go crazy. So I went down there, had old girl pray for me. I probably told her I felt depressed. I felt like I was losing my mind. She prayed for me. 
I started crying. It was a cry I never felt before. That day, I went home, started reading the Bible. And wow. if if I it's, it was not a, I can't give you like this. Somebody preached the gospel to me, right? And right. then I received the gospel, and I nah. It was like I learned who Jesus was in the gospel after two years of me reading the Bible straight. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Just going through it, reading it from cover to cover, two times through, and I found Jesus Man. in the pages of Scripture. You know what I'm saying? That's I love why. It. I, that's why I'm so big on people reading the Bible because I that's how I found, you know, God. That- you know what? That that's dope. I love that because sometimes I think we are looking for too much in one church service. Right. So, you know, you probably the first person I done met that my man got saved. Like he went to church. Like <laughs> preacher could have been talking dog, about. I don't know what Rudolph, that man was talking about. The red nosed reindeer. I don't know what that man was talking about. Which I have dog. preached about before. <laughs> you might have been in that service and gave your life to Christ. No, that's dog. dope. So, so you're a Christian family man. Obviously, you mentioned a creative. And so I want to talk a little bit about your brands, right? You got two brands. You got Sky Dreaming, right? You know the fashion apparel. Yeah. Then you got Sky Dreaming Records, right? So talk to us a little bit about what Sky Dreaming means in general, and then you could break off into you know the clothes versus the music, right. and you know tell people how to get to it. Well, Sky Dreaming, just the concept of it, it comes from Colossians three and two, and it's about having our mindset on heavenly things and not on this earth below. So, you know, you always hear this, this saying that uh, you can be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. Well, I like to turn that saying on his head and say, well, you can be no earthly good unless you're heavenly minded. You know uh. what I'm saying? Christians have to learn how to think the way God wants them to think, and then we can be beneficial to everybody else around us. You know what I'm saying? And just be 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 doing good in this world. Yeah. You know I mean, so... So, I, so you talked about that saying, though. I want to go back to that. Right. Um, you could be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. Right. Where'd that come from? It ain't in the Bible. I know that. Okay. I don't know where it came from. Okay. I just know people like to say that. They like to, they like to be like, oh, well, you thinking about God too much. Are you too spiritual? They like to hit you with that. And I'm like, nah, man. You, you can't be a Christian unless you think so you're heavenly minded. So you saying like, man, like it's not in the Bible, right? Nah. So we got to be careful. Right about little cliches and sayings that we adopt as if it's scripture. Right. Even if sometimes they may make a little sense or you can kind of dig in it and understand what they saying. It's important for the people of God to know that that's not literally the Bible, but what you're talking about sky dreaming, right. And literally thinking like that again is in the word in Colossians. If you really think about it, what they're trying to tell you to do is actually what you're supposed to do in a funny way. Like they're trying to tell you, you thinking so like this, that you can't be like this. When really the Bible says you have to think like this in order to be like this, man. So they don't even know they, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, the whole idea of, you know, and I know you, so I know that you're big on the Bible and scripture. Right. And so anybody out there listening, I would just say that, you know, what I like about, you know, kind of, your process in getting closer to the Lord was that it was through his word. So as just a sidebar, look, whoever you are out there, you know, obviously we don't want to forsake fellowship and that's important, but at the same time, you have to be doing more and meditating on God's word at home. You have to, you have to take the time to really spend time in his word. 
if you don't, then you don't really know who God is. You really don't know what he's saying. And I don't see how you can find what you're supposed to be doing without knowing who you're talking to. Yeah. God is the one that tells us what we should be doing. So I don't understand how you can do that without spending time in his word and trying to figure out what it actually is you're supposed to be doing. So, so okay, that's dope. So we got the Sky Dreaming Apparel. And, you know, I think, you know, what everybody wants to hear about is, is I can't trust you. Right. And, and where did this come from? You, you're doing, you know, a great job, man, with this brand on Facebook. It's everywhere. People walking up to you, I know, in the yeah. mall calling you the I can't trust you <laughs> yeah. guy. Tell yeah. us all about it. Tell us why you can't trust us. Like, yeah. what's really going well, on, man? I was, I was, I was reading the Bible one day and I'm, I'm in, um, first John, not first John, but I'm in John chapter two. And I'm I'm coming up to the, you know, the section where Jesus, it says that he didn't entrust himself to men. And what that meant was he didn't trust everybody around him. And the reason why he didn't trust everybody around him is because he knew that the throngs of people that were always pressing in towards him wasn't always following him for the right reasons. You know what I'm saying? Some okay. of them just wanted, they wanted, wanted what they can get out of him. And then he, yeah. the Bible says he knew what was in the hearts of men. You know what I'm saying? So he knew everything about us. He knows everything about us. So the Bible says he couldn't trust us fully because he knows that everybody ain't out for him. They out for themselves. You know what I'm saying? So that was the, that's where it kind of sparked. And then I just went on, <laughs> I just went on Facebook and said, well, I think I said something stupid. It wasn't nothing, but it wasn't nothing important or anything. I might've said something like, well, if you got red hair, I can't trust you. You know, but the, <laughs> the the point of it was was to say that we can't you you can't trust everybody. You the only person you can trust is God. So that you can't was the even point. trust yourself. You can't eat right. You really can't trust yourself. I mean, yeah. that's the one you really got to cast down. But so that's where it started. You know what I'm saying? So I just started putting silly stuff up. People started laughing. They started sharing it, and then it just took off from there. So. I mean, I just been doing it strong now for a year, just putting up silly stuff. People like it, and you know, it's been going from there. Man, well, it's dope, man, and I definitely appreciate you kicking it with me on here on uh, Inspiration. And before you get out of here, just tell us real quick, you know, the music, Read B verses. Where can we find you? People want to know more about I can't trust you and Sky Dreaming Apparel. You know, tell them, tell them where to look, bro. Well, you can always uh, reach out to me on Facebook, Douglas Rogers. Um, just search that name. I'm sure I'll pop up. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Reby versus music. Um, you can find all my music on wherever there's digital music that can be sold. That's Spotify, iTunes, Google play title, anywhere, YouTube music, anywhere you can find me. I'm, you know, I'm on YouTube too. I'm dropping videos. So anywhere where you can enjoy and listen to music, any flat platform you enjoy, just reach out to me there. Man, I love it. Y'all, shout out to Doug Rogers, a.k.a. Reed B. Versus. Check out his music. At the end of the day, you can always just Google Reed, R-E-A-D, yeah. B, the letter B, Versus, V-E-R-S-E-S. -E Check him out. Thank you for joining the show, bro. Yes, sir. Man, I hope y'all enjoyed that Tenspiration interview with the homie Doug. He has some amazing music, man. Um, he's a super dope rapper, so. Just, you know, type that name into YouTube or whatever, man, and show love to him and tell him we sent you here at Inspire God's People. But look, 
Y'all know I just dropped a new album uh, a couple weeks ago, right? Or last week. It ain't been a couple weeks. It feel like it. When you drop an album, it takes so much out of you. This album took more out of me than I realized. Like, I ain't really know until it was, like, released that I'm like, man, that was a lot. That was heavy. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you carrying something heavy, and you don't even know that it's heavy until you ain't got it no more. You're like, oh, wait, my bag kind of lighter right now. Like, what's going on? Oh, that album was heavy. And my boy Doug jumped on a feature on the album with me. I'm going to play that right now as a J-Will music song of the day. It is entitled, I Feel Like. It features Reed B verses, and it's produced by a young lady named Nicole West. Shout out to Nicole. She really did her thing on this. And um, I think this is a cool song. This is actually one of my personal favorites from the project. Please do Google Apple iTunes. Uh, Google Play Music, J. Will Music, Inspire Guys People. Just Google that, Inspire Guys People, J. Will Music, and see what comes up. This song is called I Feel Like. And I feel like playing it. Good morning. Yeah. It's early, man. I just want to tell y'all how I'm feeling today. Maybe you don't care. I just want to tell you how I feel. I got a lot on my mind They say joy comes in the morning But you know, sometimes you feel better when you just say it Let me tell you how I feel and we can go from there So let's talk I know joy comes in the morning, it's 553 There's a battle in my mind, I'm just painting what I see I see spirit versus flesh and the spirit's in the lead But the flesh is moving fast, it ain't all about the speed Oh my lord, I am sure I feel 
like Christians are forgetting why we living. Living like we send this often, like we're not forgiving. I feel like we become way too concerned with haters. Concerned with them, never thinking about the one who made us. I feel like we gotta get back to the gospel now. I feel like we need to get back to the gospel now. We need to get back to the gospel now. Yeah. yeah. Uh. That song is entitled I Feel Like, featuring Reed B Versus from my new album entitled Inspire God's People. Man, the love has been crazy on that album. I got so many messages and texts and emails and just, I'm overwhelmed, man. It's really a blessing um, to be able to release this. If you haven't heard the album, just type it into Apple iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music at, just type in Inspire God's People. And if you want to order a project, like if you are one of those people that's like, I need the physical CD, like I just need to touch it, feel it, see it, all that. Look, you can easily cash at me with the dollar sign J Will Music, J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C. Send me $12 U.S. only um, and it'll be there in three to four business days. Make sure you include your address in the cash app message. And yeah, people been doing that. Like it's some of us out there that just love a CD. You know what I'm saying? I'm like that. I like to have a CD where I feel like it didn't come out yet, but that's just because that's, you know, how I grew up on CDs. I know that people these days ain't really on that tip. So we got it every day, everywhere, digitally as well. Huge thank you to Nicole West for doing that track. Um, she really did a great job on that track. Uh, Red jumped on there with the live bass. You know what I'm saying? Red is always going, you know what I'm saying? He always going to grace the track one way or another. So uh, just shout out, you know, to Nicole and shout out to Doug for um, jumping on that song. Believe it or not, we just recorded that song like two weeks ago. (laughs) That was the last song added to the album, man. I'm one of those people that I literally woke up inspired. Like I woke up at five something that day. Uh, whatever time I say in the verse, like that's literally what time it was when I was rapping. Um, and yeah, when I did the song, I was like this. I did the verse and I'm like, man, I hit up Doug that day. Like, bro, I want to have you on here, but you got to like come through the studio by like Tuesday. And it might have been Monday. I ain't, I don't know. No, it wasn't Monday, but it was close to it. And he came through and we added a song to the album. And I hit up Red like, uh, I know the album finished. But I got this one more joint that I need you to, um, you know, make happen. And he did that. So shout out to Red. Much love to him. Um, you know, I want y'all to know about this album in particular. These people that I, you know, have coming through and I'm talking to them and I'm mentioning. I literally could not have done this without these people. And I thank God for these people um, because everybody plays such an important part. And I just don't take that for granted. And with this show, it's just like having Lavelle on this show. Inspire God's people is not about me. And I'm seeing more and more every day that God is bringing me the right people to help bring this vision to pass. So thank you to everyone who touches, um, you know, this vision and everyone who listens. And I pray that it continues to bless y'all more and more and more each day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Guys, people, get ready for a very special edition of Let's Get Social. We gonna head over to my Facebook. We gonna jump over to Twitter and Instagram and all that. For those of you who don't know, by now, I released a new album last week entitled Inspire God's People. So I want to take this opportunity to give special shout outs to the individuals who shared my project online. So I'm going to read through some of the things that people have said on different websites and show them a little bit of love. You know what I'm saying? So I made the original post uh, on June 3rd, and I just simply said, my new album, Inspire God's People, is here. This post had 2,300 views uh, because there's a little video attached of a live performance, 33 shares, 30 comments, 96 likes. Thank you to everyone who showed love to that post. Now let's get into it. We on Facebook. Christopher Marks said, new fire from Jermaine James. Thank you, Chris. Mark J., this guy got it, Jermaine James. So thanks, Mark J, for showing love. This post right here was super dope. Uh, Antonio Avery, uh, my very first best friend from kindergarten, uh, he wrote a super long post, uh, but I'm going to read a little bit of what he said. He said, as men, we don't like sharing feelings or whatnot, but I'm inspired by who he's become. I've told him this before and it's facts. I'm a work in progress to find my purpose in life and live more godly. All that was said to say he dropped a new album today called Inspire God's People. I don't know what you're into musically, but this project is dope. Take a listen and you may find something that speaks to you. His personal favorite is Under the Sun. Thank you so much, Antonio, for that, brother. I appreciate you. Chris J. Jones on Facebook actually just quoted some lyrics. If I never plant a seed that can grow into a tree, I don't want to be a branch without a leaf when I leave. That is a quote from my song, Under the Sun. Uh, who else we got here? Yo, Chris Cooper. He says, my guy, we've been solid for 15 years. And he shared my video. Thanks a lot, Chris. Andre David shares the video and says, I've always loved Jermaine James music. Check him out. Dope music. Julian Sykes quoting lyrics. Not better because I'm different. Not different because I'm better. I'm just better. Different bars. Sheesh. Hashtag. The difference. Ariel uh, Calais says, Calais says, jamming this morning to Jermaine. James sounds fire, bro. Thank you so much, Ariel. She's been rocking with my music for a minute. Oh, this is a special one. My younger brother, Jarrell James, said this on Facebook. He said, my brother, Jermaine James, always dropping alcohol albums. Appreciate you trusting me with laying the drums on the wax. But this body of work is another level, not to mention being featured on a song that's going to change the world, make you be a better person, give you real life examples to make better decisions and elevate your thinking and walk with Christ 100. I encourage everyone with kids to play this album in your car and house. This is just the beginning. More to come. This is my younger brother, Jarrell James, who is J-Rell Hits and plays uh, the drums on number eight, The Difference. Leland Denomes, this is uh, a high school classmate of mine. He said, so Jermaine James, you just not going to tell anyone you dropped a new album. I had to find out 
through Spotify, fire. Alex Vaught third. Alex actually copped a CD and he says, need more inspiration after morning service. You must grab this album for 2019. You can get it direct from the artist, Jermaine James, by sending $12 cash app to JWill Music and include your address if you want a physical CD. Rail Paul quoted lyrics with a picture of him and his lovely wife. He said, you could fake a vibe. You could never fake a lifestyle. You could fake a mood. You can never fake a lifestyle. That's from the song entitled The Christian Lifestyle. That's the last song on the album. Uh, here's another dope one. DeAndre M. Riley says on Facebook, bruh, I keep trying to tell people this guy's literally one of the coldest artists out right now and easily one of my favorites, Fire, and he shared the album. Raphael Griffin, um, another guy I've been knowing since I was a kid. He said, man, can't say how much I admire you, bro. You are truly an inspiration. You're authentic and just having life conversations in such a practical yet dope way. This is my favorite song on the project. Well done to you and your team. He shared the Christian lifestyle. Yo, this is a dope one. On Twitter, at Orlando P. Bailey, he says, even though I have Apple Music, I made sure I went to iTunes Music Store to actually purchase my brother J. Will Music's latest album, Inspire God's People. Big ups to you, homie. And you have my full support, always have. Blessings to you for remaining consistent. Thanks a lot, Orlando. That means a lot when people actually, you know, check it out. Um, J. Will Music Canada Day, uh, at Chris McGriff Speaks. Thank you so much, sister. Uh, Felicia Dearly says, I'm listening. I want to inspire you. There's something I think you should know. She quoting lyrics. Thank you. That's on Twitter. Uh, Daniel Dosterman on Twitter says, a hero in the world could be a villain in a home. J. Will Music, fire. This song hit my soul, bro. Okay, one last one. At Lovely Joy, Robin Joy says, go download Inspire God's People now. This is my favorite song on here when that beat drop is fire. At Tiffany Janelle actually said the same thing about Let Me Inspire You. I've been hearing a lot about, you know, a lot of the songs you hear that people favor is all over the place, but really the first and the last one and uh, Under the Sun. So Let Me Inspire You. The Christian Lifestyle, Under the Sun, if you are interested in knowing, that is what I've been hearing the absolute most, those three songs. So thank you so much, everyone, for showing love. I'm sorry if I didn't get to yours. But look, what makes all of that dope is I never asked anybody to repost or share or say this, ever. I haven't even asked anybody, do they like the album? And so to see those responses and a lot more really blesses me. Let's get to the J-Will Music song of the day. It's Read B Versus, Read Between the Lines. We go prove. Let's go. Yeah, I should rap with you, boy. Listen. First name Reed, last name Versus. Don't forget to read between the lines in these verses. Don't forget to see beyond the lies in they verses. They're all liars. That's on purpose. That's on everything with straight faces. Devils, but they greet you on the first name basis. Cover all bases. Stay away from fakeness. Watch what they say. Never listen to a snake hiss. Word to the wise. Look the wise. Know they fools, but the wise never listen to the lies of the fool. Keep your eyes on the prize and your eyes in this word man on your biz never rad with the herd pray without ceasing never stop seeking gotta get you right if you diligently seek him heavenly rewards i ain't talking about bread but good as heaven that if you lost in the head why gain the world when you're losing your soul why trust in yourself when you're losing control sky dreaming is the movement we'll keep improving in the tri-unity we'll keep it moving listen if you ain't a sky dreamer keep it moving the mission is to give you god 
what's meaning through the music. A lot of y'all use it. Music's confusing. I can't tell if you do's a true or a Judas. Lying in the Judah is proving the truest. But you do scared to say his name in your music. Y'all all foolish. Logic all stupid. The world gon' like it if it's hot, then they grooving. Waiting on the Lord to gain strength with his people. Mount up on the wings like Wentz and the Eagles. Foes in the pocket. Hurts in the scene room. Boy, he got a rocket. Harden with the swing through. Devin made a king drop with rocks in the slingshot. You tripping if you thinking God won't help me make the sting pop. Doubt God, think not. Yoked up, think not. A lot of these dudes more chicken than the wing stop. That's a wing spot. Fried like a mean perm. Most of these cats is itchy as a wing worm. What a mean bird. The whole team strong. Bunch of gorillas going apes with no King Kong. Or Caesar. All seasons. All of us believers. Making y'all believers. Who do you believe in? Jesus is the kingpin. Sing game colder than the toes on the penguin. His name voter, he's upholding the weakling. All out, I put my heart and soul in this ink pen. Or no tap, this is hope rap. Flows by the boatloads. Foes in the choco. Foeing is a no go. Hope is in my logo. So ahead of y'all, I wrote my quotes out in slow mo. Whoa, for those who are slow though. Cause y'all sleeping on me, bro, you need a no dose. Rolling like a photo. Volvo, solo, dolo. You know I got a pose for the promo. And that's photo shots for photo ops. No photo shop. We show go rock. The show don't stop for no monkey. Keep it 100, my baby, the flow funky. Ever since Jesus appeared, it got spunky. Got rid of all of my fears that tried to puck me. And now I feel lovely. He is the light that enlightens a man. And I am just a man with this mic in my hand. I ain't trying to show y'all how mighty I am. I'm just trying to point y'all to the mighty I am. Who died on the cross for the soul of your man. They nailed my sin to it through the holes in his hand. Then he appeared to his friends just to show he's alive. Time stuck his old hand through the holes in his sand. My God and my Savior and you know that he cried. When I read that you know that I cried. Look I know he's alive. Peter saw him on the shore of that beach. And I imagine sand in the holes in his feet. And then I understand that them holes is for me. You just heard yeah. Read Between the Lines and then Freestyle I understand that them hoes by Reed B. Versus. Yeah. My boy Doug Rogers. Yeah. yeah. Thank y'all for listening. You yeah. know what it is. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. God's people, thank you for listening to today's show. Look, do you have feedback? You want to let me know what's on your mind? You got a topic you want to hear? Or you just want to let me know what you thought about today's show? It's easy. Shoot me an email. You can catch me at Music at gmail.com. Again, Music. It's all one word. Let me know what you think. And you like this show, don't you? So you know what you want to do? You want to listen to it at work. You want to listen to it in the gym. Do me a favor. Just search Inspire God's People. You can Google it. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you listen to music or podcasts. You know what else? You should share this show with someone. Why? Because it's a good show. And if you don't like this show, just act like you like it. 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 Act like you like it.